so today on the podcast, we're going to have Coach Eddie Vincent uh, back on the podcast. He's going to talk about the wing tee and how you coach it, how you install it. He's going to give the listeners a lot of good tips about the wing tee. And after a short word from our sponsor, you will hear from Coach Vincent. Coach Vincent, welcome back to the podcast. You're about to tell me a really good story, so I want to record it. So go ahead and please begin, sir. Okay, so you know, go back in the '90s, and I'm um, I'm, I'm an assistant coach in Fairmont, and it's the late '90s, and Morgantown High is being coached by Glenn McNew. And uh, if you if you're familiar with Western Union football, you know who Glenn McNew is. I mean, he was the, mm -hmm. the coach at Morgantown when they had their great teams uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s. But um, he started, you know, Glenn was from the southern part of the state. He gets in Morgantown and he, he runs the I formation for years and doesn't have great teams at Morgantown with the I. They were always, mm -hmm. but not great. He adopted the wing T in the mid 90s and, and studied it and just started. I mean, he had a lot of talent and speed, but just started crushing people with the wing T. So we're mm -hmm. trying to learn how to defend it. So my first experience with this is, uh, you know, in the 90s, it seemed like everybody was an I-team. You know, I-pro, I mm -hmm. and then just started dabbling to one-back sets and stuff. But the wing tee wasn't real common then. So um, I remember playing as a high school player. I remember playing against some wing tee teams, and it was tough. But McNew's team started just crushing people in the 90s. So we started – I mean, I'm a defensive guy by nature, and I started learning – studying the wing tee to defend it. So then I become head coach at Buchanan in 2000, and my first game is against Morgantown High as a head coach in 2000. Oh, man. And that's McNew's best team probably. Mm -hmm. So and he had great players, and, and, and I just, you know, I wasn't running the wing tee. I was running uh, like a power eye and eye pro and stuff that I knew, but we had wing tee concepts in there, and we ran a lot of fullback traps and bellies and, and a lot of misdirection, which is the, the staple of wing tee football. And so – McNew taught me a lot. I remember going to Nike coaches clinics and watching, I'd go in and sit in McNew's speeches and he was on the wing T circuit for a long, he would do the wing T clinic and the national wing T clinic. And he did the Nike clinic. He'd always had to speak when, you know, I'm the head coach of Buchanan Upshur at the time. And I'm looking at him running clips and it's all highlights of us. Oh no. Him running trap belly and buck sweep and only ran about five plays and just, just hammered people with it. It's, yeah. it's nice that he had D one, talent too but he right. they, they ran it so well and i i learned wing t football by learning how to defend it or trying to defend it and what not mm -hmm. to do. so glenn taught me a lot of lessons uh when i finally thought i really learned how to really start defending it he caught on and we run a 50 defense and we we're reading guards and in the right. wing t it's a time the guards will take you to the play well mm -hmm. he on that we were reading the guards and we were kind of we were doing a good job so he uh he decides to there's a wing t play called a it's a it's a dummy play basically you you run the fullback dive but you pull the guards mm -hmm. backers in the 50 are flying out with the guards and the fullback goes right up the middle of the field untouched gee whiz so you can't just read the guards because in the wing t there's a play like that if you have a and in most most defense, you don't see a 5-2 a lot anymore where they're reading guards. It's all read-react stuff. But we were that. Right. And he knew that. And like I said, he'd pull both guards different directions. Hmm. So it looked like a sweep to those to our linebackers. It looked like a sweep to both sides. And then he just ran the fullback dive. 
So, so that, that wild. So, and, and I'm, I'm like, so I'm head coach at Buckhead, and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going, I started evolving slowly to wing T football. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Western Wesleyan College and coached defense for a little bit. And then I always said, you know, I'm going to be back in high school at some point, and I'm mm-hmm. going to wing T, and I'm going to commit to it, and I'm going to study it. So in 2007, I took the job at Lewis County. I was like, mm-hmm. wing T football. So I went to Carnegie Mellon up in Pittsburgh, and I met who's a, a wing T guru. Uh, um, and I studied wing T football for the whole t- eight years. I mean, every, every day of my life for eight years, I studied fo- wing T football. Oh, wow. And, and um, I got a collection of materials, you know, I got the, the Tubby Raymond book, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Bible of the wing T I own that book. It's hard to find. Um, we didn't we didn't use the Delaware terminology because it's right. hard. It's, it, it was a different thinking. I, I still think you know fullback off tackles thirty four and thirty five to me. Right. Yeah. And, and so we kept that that terminology as Carnegie Mellon did. Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon uses that, that numbers terminology that I was familiar with. They don't use mm-hmm. the terminology, and that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Same offense, but two total different vocabularies. Right. So we run the Carnegie Mellon version of the wing T, which, like I said, you know, 30 and 31 trap, 34, 35 belly. Right. That I used anyway in the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes more sense that I had a, a buddy of mine who coached for Jeff Heron down in Georgia. And he won like five state championships, the state of Georgia running wing T. And he used the, the like the three digit numbering system or two digit if they're in red or blue. Yeah. And, he just said, all oh, the plays add up to 10, like, you know, nine, one sweep, nine sweep. I said, man, that's just too much. Like, yeah, evens right odds left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And in, and in the system that I ran, the, the, the formations was the confusing part, but the play call, you know, 28 and 49 buck sweep, things like that were, were, were easy to understand. Two back, eight hole, four back, nine hole. I mean, that, that's how kids we understood it and that's how my brain works so that was easier for me than running the true delaware terminology which yeah. is it's like numbered one through nine you know so yeah 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 nine holes to the right and to me that didn't make any sense but yeah so that that was my, my learning process so studying at wing t we went to wing t camps we went to clinics we we spent a lot of time and money and just studying it and um, we got better at it all the time. And they're still running at it. Lewis, they're still running the wing T and they're still running the, the, the defense when I was there, but it's uh, it fits right into my personality. My, and what I like to do philosophically is play great defense, be good on special teams and be able to run the ball and, and not just mm-hmm. hand off, but to be able to run with some deception, quick hitters like traps mm-hmm and bellies and then running the running the perimeter and stretching defenses from east to west sideline to sideline with jet sweeps and sweep and mm-hmm. um so that, that's that's yeah. how it came about and and if i had to do all if i'm maybe i'll coach again i don't know but if i did i would run the wing t and the and and just the same that and then what i love about it is you can run it out of the gun you can run it out of i took some mm-hmm. notes i wanted to to tell you you know i was like you can it's a fullback centered offense. And in, in this state, you can find fullbacks in West Virginia. Yeah, no doubt. And so in a wing T, if you can find some fullbacks and tight end type of guys and a smart quarterback that learns his footwork and, and all the mm-hmm. out of fakes and plays and stuff, they, they don't have to be a great passer, but they can, uh, they can run that offense 
and then you know a couple couple speed guys on the edge mm -hmm. a small quick kid that runs run jets and bucks and things like that you you can be successful and uh, and we got by with marginal talent on the line sometimes mm -hmm. if you got guys that are smart and work hard you can you can still run the football on the wing tee with deception mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think like you were talking about in west virginia you know you can find the fullback you can find the tight end yeah, you know you our guards are huge yeah linebackers yeah. no doubt what so when you you start building the wing tee offense where do you start like what's your most important positions on that offense well it's a fullback centered offense now if you have a great fullback you can still you can do some you you can focus on the jets and the perimeter plays mm -hmm. and, and, and some quarterbacks that i had were comfortable in the shotgun you can run this offense in the gun and still mm -hmm. you know you lose some deception when you do that because when you're under right. center you run trap buck sweep and waggle it all looks the same to the defense so if you're watching that play from the defensive side trap buck sweep and waggle all look exactly the same mm-hmm and, and if the quarterback's carrying out his fakes, it's hard to tell where the ball's at. So, yeah, no doubt. so in a gun, you lose some of that. You lose that deception. Mm -hmm. You take that snap under center, you turn your back to the defense. You, you don't see the ball as a linebacker. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to read your keys and read those linemen. And um, so that's what I liked about it. And that's where we started. Uh, and then what we did was uh, every play that we had had a – play action off of it and a counter off of it. Hmm. So I told you, day one play for us was buck sweep, trap and waggle. And that was, hmm. that was always where we started. And um, I, I just like it, it's flexible because you can adjust your personnel. Like I said, you can be a fullback centered team if you got a guy, if you got a stud at fullback. If you got speed on the edge, you can be a jet sweep type of team. Uh, your fullback doesn't even have to be a blocker. He's just our best. We put our best runner at fullback because they don't block. And the wing T, the fullback doesn't really block. The, right. the wing block. Mm -hmm. So we put our best back at fullback, no matter how big they were. Hmm, okay. Um, because you've got to hit that hole with traps and bellies and dives pretty quick. And like I said, it's not like in the eye where the fullback's got a lead block on a linebacker on an ISO. They don't do that in the wing T. Right. Uh, Real blocking the wing, the fullback will do in the wing T is on a um, is a kick out on like a power play, mm -hmm. it's like an eye, an eye play, right? Other mm -hmm. than that, fullbacks either getting the ball or getting a fake, right? No doubt. And always we always said one good fake's worth two good blocks. You know, if you can if you can mm -hmm. feel that trap and belly of the fullback, and you don't mm -hmm. have to many people. That's awesome. So you said you start with a like. Some people call it a 20 series, right? Buck, trap, waggle. Yeah, or do you for go us after it's 30 that? series, but yes. 30 series. The, 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 30, the 30 31 trap is our first play we put in. And then we put in mm -hmm. buck, and it looks just like it. And then we put in the waggle, which is the play action off of that. Because mm -hmm. the fullback becomes a receiver in waggle. So right. He, right. You know, so, and then that's, that's, the, that's where we start at every year. And then we go from there. And I, I think I wrote mm -hmm. some things about, uh, you know, from there we go to belly and belly counter, and then mm -hmm. the keep pass. So, like I said, every every base play for us has a play action and a counter. Mm -hmm. So, um, belly belly counter belly keep pass would be a series mm -hmm. for us. Jet sweep, jet crisscross, jet keep pass would be a series for us. Okay. Um, and then and then we had other plays like the down play. The down play in the wing T for us is 
that front side guard pulling and kicking out. Back, mm-hmm. quick hitter off tackle. It's 36 37 play. So it hits wider than an off tackle play, but it's, mm-hmm. that, it's that long trap with the guard on the play side. And that's called right. down. And it's only going to be run to the tight side. Uh, there were teams that we used. We used two tight ends, some. Two tight ends make these tough to defend. Yeah, no doubt. Stretch in the front. You've got you can run that down play to either side. You got belly to both sides. You got buck sweep to both sides. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tough. And then we ran it sometimes with two split ends and no tight ends. Right. Um, a lot of unbalanced sets. A lot of shifts and motion. Mm-hmm. One way to defend the wing tee is key on motion and stuff. And you so you have to have plays that that go opposite motion, where you're going to get mm-hmm. some defensive guys that pick up that. Yeah, when you run motion to buck sweep or motion to jet sweep, it's going to that side. So you have to have something coming back with the counter or you have to have a play going away from the motion. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think last year our best play was, you know, jet. I mean, we weren't in a wing T set. We're like two by two, but like jet one side and counter back the other way. Because a lot of people yeah. overreact to the motion. Do you find that in your, in your, yeah. in your history, Coach? I do, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of teams will defend the wing tee by key in motion, and that's not a bad idea. And uh, you know, when we defend ourselves, and and really running the wing tee can make you a better defense because you got to practice against that. You better know how to defend tight wing. Mm-hmm. You got an extra gap there that you got to defend, mm-hmm. and then be able to handle that wing back down block. And so defensively, you got to be able to handle down blocks, mm-hmm. be able to read pulls and and traps and counters mm-hmm. makes you a better defense just by exposure to those type of schemes, the gap scheme and the counter scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and then we always, it's easy to run unbalanced sets and not change your offense. It's easy to run an unbalanced offense in the wing T and to keep your, it didn't, there's not much teaching to that. Now for the right. defense, it creates a whole bunch of problems. Mm-hmm. And then we did a lot of shifting and, and you know, moving around. And it's, it really – you can have a lot of fun with it once you understand wing tee football and then the plays. You can do all kind of shifts and motions and really things to mess with defenses. Yeah, and, no doubt. What, so when you talk about, like, installing, how much what, – what's your typical practice look like when you're putting in the wing tee, when you're maintaining the wing tee? What's what you do? Like, what does your typical offensive practice look like? Well – we always start on a white on the board. I mean, you're going to introduce our plays and what we would always do is, uh, you know, once a kid and say we're, say it's day one and we're going to install buck sweep trap and waggle, we would show them the board. We might even show them video of what it should look like. And then we would actually walk out onto the field and, and what we call bird dog drill. And we would actually walk through the play. So that we would do that before we even warmed up. We would, we would walk out on the practice field in front of trash cans and we would actually, because what happens is if you don't bird dog and if you don't teach those guards, because your guards are always pulling, they're always moving. Mm-hmm. You, can get, you can get hurt in practice if you get two guards pulling right into each other. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Into your quarterback or something. So we would always make sure that our guys understood by walking through the play of what it should look like. And then after we did that, then we would go to our stretch lines and warm up and go through an offensive practice. But – we would always make sure that our kids understood what we're really trying to accomplish and what our objectives were from the, from the play standpoint. Mm-hmm. We did that every day. I mean, no matter what, we would walk through any kind of new install, we would walk through that stuff like that. That's awesome. When you're, 
when you're in game calling the wing tee, what are you looking for as far as the, the defense? Who, like, what are, what are things so you're looking you at? Scout that defense and know who their personnel is. And, and I sit there on the sidelines, and if I know that, you know, number, number five is making all the tackles, where's he coming from? What positions he play? And if he's that, if he's a front side linebacker, he's making all the plays, and we got to do something. He's flying to the ball too much. So I got to do something to counter him. So we would always try to look at, we would always check their alignments out because some teams will give you some plays. Because it's hard to defend this. If you got certain, if you're in multiple formations and not a lot of plays, it's hard to defend the winning team. So we're going to find out where there's a bubble at on the defense. What are they giving us first? And then how are they going to handle if our quarterback's carrying out a fake? If we run trap on the first play of the game and our quarterback carries out his play fake and his boot, and they don't have anybody out there. We know that we got waggle or, or a waggle keep mm-hmm. back sometime. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying to find out what defensive guys are making the plays. And then you know, if those linebackers are flying fast to perimeter plays, then we're going to come back with a counter on them. Mm-hmm. They're flying out of there on buck sweep. We're going to hit them with trap. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Buck scissors, which is the, the counter, the, the reverse off of buck sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great play. Yeah. So that's kind of what we did. And um, again, when, when we were Lewis, we averaged, we, we, we scored a lot of points and we didn't throw the ball a lot. And mm-hmm. the times we did throw the ball was when we wanted to, not when we had to. And we would throw a lot of waggle, a lot of keep pass off the jet sweep was probably our best play. And we would mm-hmm. still play a quick game, the three-step quick slants and hitches and, and arrows and things like that that, mm-hmm. uh, that some teams do. But we, um, we would run a lot of screens we would try to keep people off of us as much as we could, mm-hmm. but people was running the football. And, um, yeah. you know, if we, if we ran into a team that was good and ganged up on the run, we had to have an answer. And usually that answer can be, we get out formation. Then we can, we can run this offense out of the spread. Right. We, we can, you can run a wing T football from a lot of different formations. We'd give mm-hmm. a tight wing on one side and twins on the other, and then have a one back set, but still be able to run like a fullback buck sweep. Right. And, um, and yeah. run and then bubbles and things off of that. <clears throat> Still run. It looks like you're running the spread. Our fans loved it. They thought we were running the spread. We go in the gun. And <laughs> our fans, you know, our fans want to see you win, but they don't want, they don't want to see the wing tee. They don't want to see the wishbone. They want to see teams. They, they, what they see on TV, they see, they see spread offense and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I started coaching this stuff, you know, Rich Rodriguez is at WVU and, Everybody's loving the spread stuff, and we're we're getting under center running the wing tee, and people are like, "Oh gosh, this is like you guys guys a dinosaur," but they want to see you know, you want to see us win with the wing tee or get get hammered in the spread. Right. Yeah. No doubt. I, you know, we were spread last year, and coach, we rushed for fifteen hundred yards in our four wins, and threw for hundred and eleven yards. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, know run the ball wins. I did this. I did a study one time looking at how many times we threw in a game. And if we threw over 10 times a game, we lost most of the time. If, yes. we, if we would throw the ball seven to 10 times a game, and that was always our goal to mix it up. And, th- and I would script plays sometimes, but there, I would want to be able to, th- if I could go five out of seven or six out of 10, we're going to win those games. Yeah. Because that means we were able to run the football. Now, if we were throwing 20 times, we're going to get beat. And, and I can yeah. go back and do a, a self-scout 
and tell you, I don't know if I ever won a game throwing the ball 20 times. We, we lost that game because if we're winning the game, we're not throwing it 20 times. Yeah. I mean, we won two games last year with, with zero yards passing in the spread. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, it's high school football is all about yeah. running, running the rock for sure. I mean, that's the way you, that's the way you have to win. And, and, it, and it does depend on where you're at, but, but in largely you're right. I mean, and it, and it fits my personality. It fits my style. Like I said, we, I'm a defense and special teams kind of guy, but I love the wing T because I, I fell in love with it because I hated defending it. So mm. then let me study it and learn it. And uh, I learned a lot of lessons about it from a defensive standpoint. And then when we started doing it, I really liked it. It made sense to me. And, uh, there, you know, it's easier to run the spread. It's easier to run some things. There's a lot to the wing team. There's a lot of footwork you have to do. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be good at it, that quarterback has the footwork for everything and the timing has to be perfect. The mm-hmm. splits, everything has to work right or it's not going to, it's not going to be the way it's intended to be. Right. Absolutely, Coach. Coach, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom. It's, I know it's later at night. we busy guys and can't get on here till after the kids for me the kids go to bed uh coach with somebody's thinking about they're going between am i running the wing team am i running a spread am i running you know something else what is your like one nugget of wisdom as to why somebody should run the wing team okay so here's the thing either either you run what you know which is my advice to everybody on either side of the ball you, you do what you know you don't you know you don't copy people just for the heck of it or you better study and you better be a student of the game and learn how to do it. You better make, you go to clinics, make visits to people. Uh, you know, we used to have, we used to, Coach McNew was retired. Now this was a guy that used to, to embarrass me in games. And we brought him to practice a few times to consult with us when he was retired. And um, I brought several ex wing T coaches, invited him to our practice and, and, and basically scout us and grade our efforts and, and how we're how we're installing and I learned a lot that way and we never stopped learning it was year-round and we and the staff did that year-round so either you better know if you grew up and played in the wing tee offense and coached it and that's all you knew then yeah that's what you would do but if you didn't and want to do it then you better be willing to study a lot you just can't say I'm gonna run the wing tee and it's not just a formation mm-hmm. and that, you know yeah you, the formation getting that alignment's easy but the philosophy behind it, you better get right. And there's a lot of things you, you know, you're setting those guards back a little bit, the, the line splits, the, the technique you're blocking with. I and mean, we use shoulder blocking and nobody hardly does that anymore. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not just the flipper, but we would finish with the hands. But uh, you know, if you watched us play, you look like you're watching football from the fifties and sixties. Beautiful. But, but it wins. And, and there's not a lot of losing wing team teams out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. You, if you look at good wing T schools, they don't lose a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're able to control that. They shorten the game. And if they do lose, they don't get them blown out because, like I said, right. they're all five or seven times a game. They're, they're keeping the clock running. They're not – they're shortening the game. And you don't get beat bad if you get beat. You, you have you, – that game, you have a chance, especially against good teams. Mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see what happens. You know, I know that Coach Beiser's in Morgantown now, so he's going to bring that wing T back to Morgantown that he had at Kaiser. So I, I love seeing these things come back. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I haven't coached for five years now, so I'm a little rusty, but I still, I still me- remember a lot. And I've talked to you a lot about defense and stuff before, but I, I still remember, you know, I kept everything. So I got all the, the mm-hmm. I just wrote down, wrote down some things as knew we'd be talking, but 
And I, and I love, you know, we used to get in the, the straight tee in the goal line. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, we, a lot of times we would have a tee, you know, and we call it tee, so we'd make tee 34 belly or tee 35 belly. Huh. We would get in the straight tee down in the goal line and be able to, and we look like teams from the 50s, you know, the Oklahoma teams in the 50s and 60s that were real successful. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great muddy weather thing. It's a, you got the quick threat to both sides. You got misdirection with cross buck action all over the place. Two tight ends stretching that front, mm-hmm. and uh, and then be able to run power with with down blocking and a kick out and a lead block with three backs. Mm-hmm. Well, that was always something we added. It wasn't wing tee football, but it was straight tee football, which was even before the wing tee. Right, absolutely. You're going back before then. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Shoot, man, Coach, that's fantastic. Coach, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me, uh, and, and I know we'll continue to talk and message, and you're, you're just a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure I'll have you back on again. Anytime, man.